A coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. What's up, Saha? Oh, man, just chillin'. Like that, huh? Well, I'm gonna serve these fools real quick on this motherfucking microphone. Well, nigga, come on. At age 13, I said, fuck baseball. I'ma smoke dirt and nigga drank the dog. Stick it in the hood, cause it's all good. Uh... Shout out to the Bay Area. Of the gold, cause that's what was sold in. You fuck around and get drink for 10. I'm never in class when my name was called. Hey, hey. Talk about sitting in the juvenile hall. But I, said, I think I'm teaching y'all something right now, man. It's that deep bay right here, man. It's that deep bay, man. Early 90s, man. Try to get to this hook real quick so y'all can hear it. Yeah. Special, special day today. We're getting off the subject of sports today. I'm going to show you guys my game all the way around. Um, I'm pretty versatile, you know what I mean? And uh, I consider myself pretty uh, pretty laid back, chill, pretty versatile, and gamed up. You know what I mean? Uh, this Bay Area slick tongue uh, mixed with a little bit of this grown man is... Got me places, and my name is Raw and Uncut. My name is Hakeem, and I'm here with two special guests today. Uh, we're going to go around. Um, you, you know one. I'm going to let him introduce himself first. So go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Hey, this is Von motherfucking Allen today, because we go going to get real serious up here in Raw and Uncut. Hi to the people out there. <laughs> Been a real tough week for me, but I'm ready to let it all out today. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to talk about that tough week. We'll definitely get back to that. Um, let's, let's, go, uh, let's go to my left. Great, great, great person. Now, that's a reason why she's here. reason why she's here is because she's, she's educated. The, the swag is 1,000. I mean, just smart, just strong queen as a black woman. And I'm, I'm proud to be in her presence today on, on this show we, we are very thankful to have her here. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself, and uh, we get into it a little bit. You know, we're going to talk a little bit, but we're definitely going to get into it. Go ahead. What's happening? This is Steph, and I'm ready, too. I'm ready, too. Okay. All right. All right. I, hey, I, I know that um, there's a couple things, a couple things we're going to talk about today. We want to talk about the death um, of the late great Nipsey Hussle. Uh, we wanna we wanna talk about how he impacted this community of ours. We also wanna talk about uh, wanna talk about some other things, but that's that's one of the things that I wanted to throw in there today because I felt like we'll be disrespectful to him. If we didn't mention what he's done for our community, so you know, let's let's talk about it, Vaughn. Let's go ahead and uh, bring it up. I know you said it's a rough day. It's been a and, rough uh, week. It's rough week. It's been rough. a rough week. Um, like I was telling you earlier, um, like the young man was, um, he was taken too early. But I saw a post that said that um, maybe it was his time. Because the stuff that's happening after his death, I think is going to be so impactful that his name will really live on forever ever, and his legacy and the things he was talking about. The man about to have his funeral at Staples, okay? Last person had a funeral at Staples is Michael Jackson. And for a, a young black male from South Central California that had to live through all the stuff he had to deal with and things like that, to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, probably the biggest thing that resonated with me was to hear the chief of police and the police feel sorry for his death. And this is a game banger, okay, that said he was from 60s, that did all those different things like yeah. that, but yeah. Yeah. but he really did that. And and then another thing that, that like, like, really messed with me last night, um, they had a little peace walk yesterday, on Crenshaw and Slauson. And, you know, I know a lot about the history and all that. And 
they had some A trays and some Hoovers walking on Crenshaw and Slauson. And for somebody that's not that's out, out looking from the outside, gonna be like, wow, they just walking down the street and all that. But those gangs are hated rivals, enemies, and everything. And for the death of Nipsey, for them to put that walk together, um, led by AD, Arch Dog, Big U from Six O, that 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 it just it kind of touched me. I even man, you are you 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 are naming guys. That's in the, on the block. It's on the block. It's on the block. Mm-hmm. I actually texted AD last night, and I told him, I said, hey, little bro, this brought a tear to my eye. I'm so proud that you was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? To put that together. Because mm-hmm. those are people that then shot at each other, then know they killed their homeboy, their brothers, and all that. And they decided to say, you know what? Let's stop killing black men. Because that's what this is all about. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully this is a wake-up yeah. call. For a lot of people and a lot of those youngsters and all of that, like I was talking with um with uh Swanee, big you brother, yesterday, and we both was talking and we was like, you know, a couple of young people was like, oh, I'm not going out there. They the enemies and all that. And it was old people out there that started gang banging when the beef started. And if they didn't mm. seen over fifty people get killed from each other neighborhood yeah. and they could come together and join hands, these youngsters got to get in line. You see what I'm saying? And that's, I hope and that's so, man. Unfortunately, this generation, man, I, and, I, and I don't, let, let me say, this generation has done some great things. So, you know, I, I'm not one who, like, I'm not one who, like, shits on generations because we were shitted on, right, when we were coming up, right? So I can kind of recognize that. So this generation does some great things. But one of the things that I do see a huge, like, we messed up as 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 as, as older black men, and in the generation of change, we we messed up because I think we were messed up. So a lot of it is right now these cats is running wild. And we got a lot of men that don't have leadership and can't connect to the community. And, and, and it saddens me because when we come to them and tell them they need to fall in line, they think that's a level of disrespect. Like, no, we're just telling you the best thing it is for not only our future – your future, your kids' future, but us as a whole in this black community. I'm going to throw it over to Stephanie and, 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 and talk to her about how she felt about Nipsey and, you know, what, what did you think? How did you feel about Nipsey? And I, and I know you come from such a positive, strong voice, and, and, and I just got a lot of respect for your opinion. What, what did you think about the Nipsey when you heard about it? And I don't know where he was, but how you felt and if anybody needed to connect with you because I know – I know what you do, so, you know, talk to me a little bit. Thank you for um, the topic Yeah. without knowing the topic. Yes, this is genuine right here. Mr. Ken. This is genuine right here. Right. Um, Honestly, I kind of fell back from having conversations because of the line of work that I do, which means we had a lot of kids that were influenced by his death, and that's been the topic of conversation all week long. Where I'm at personally right now is like I'm trying to reframe and just pay respects spiritually mm-hmm. to him. That's good. Um, I understand that the, the, the topic has to be constant right now, but I choose to walk in a different light mm. by giving his respects in the manner that I am, which is not a lot of talking, mm. but more spiritual, more praying um, thoughts and positive eyes out to his family. That's really good. Because... Um, if we're suffering, I can only imagine what they are. Mm. So. Lauren London also, you know, you know, shout out to the to the family of Nip and and Lauren and I know they share a kid and you know, just just anybody that looked up to him, um, you know, shout out to them and you know, from from me to to them, you know, blessings to you and your family. I, I think it's more um you hit on it a little bit when you said about the young generation and fatherless homes and things like that. And it just digs deeper into what happened to our, our, our race. Like as far as blacks, um, I read a study that in the early seventies, it was a 85% um, two parent household and most black families. Right. Mm -hmm. You fast forward to now and it's like a 25%. So, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, I think the counter below, 
um, jobs, uh, big mass incarceration, mass incarceration, yeah. all those things. So I think all those impacted to why, you know, when you deal with a kid and you give them some type of, I'll say the truth, the truth serum, and they mm-hmm. and they and they get offended because they don't have men or authority figures trying to hold them accountable for some of the actions that they're doing. And I think that's the problem with the generation. They just don't understand accountability because we've been always telling them you can be anybody, you can do this. Yeah, that's right, but you still got to be held accountable for your actions. So, you know, if, if we that's a deeper topic mm-hmm. to get into. I know one day we'll hit on it. You know, rest in peace, the Thundercat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, real one, his brothers, family, all that. But I know one thing. He impacted a lot of people that's down there that grew up in that culture, mm-hmm. and hopefully they wake, open their eyes and see it just was another black man killing another black man because of jealousy and hate. Crab in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? And we we got to stop that. And if, if if it took the death of him for this to happen, and for these other people that's hated rivals to just even sit and talk, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they would never talk. I remember Tookie Williams. Tell you a little story right there. I'm gonna give him a little soapbox. It was good, but, uh, it was good. Go ahead and preach, Tukey man. That's Williams, why we're here. When he died, right, and um, he was an enemy of uh, of the '60s, right, and you know one of the big homies that went to the funeral, you know, went to the wake, and you know all the cast was talking about, can we get on Crenshaw? Get on Crenshaw, and we didn't even do it for Tukey, but for Nipsey to die, and had them guys over there walking down Crenshaw and Slauson that's 45, 50 years old who never in their life was able to walk across that street, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So, you know, it's good. Thanks for, you know, talking about Nip a little bit. Oh, yeah, got to give it up, man. You know, the impact for him and all that. And hopefully everybody see that everywhere in Chicago, Sacramento, <laughs> yeah. everywhere, hey, killing another black man ain't cool. D.C., Louisiana, It's not, it's not Florida. cool. It's not cool. So hopefully we learn from it. You know, I know we're in a uh, microwavable society right now where we on to the next day. But mm-hmm. I think him, I think it go last for a little bit longer. And hopefully one or two people will open their eyes and say, you know what, we can't do this no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we good. We good. Yeah. We can get off this right now because I don't want to get too yeah. emotional. Yeah. I want to get to talking about these women and what uh, we need uh, to be doing <laughs> with them right now. <laughs> I you dig it, man. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Hey, so hey, let's talk about it. Let's get let's get right into it, because you know a lot of it is is for me is, uh, you know I'm like the love doctor. You know what I mean? I like if you want love, you might need to get a little bit of dose of this treatment, right? So let's talk about it. One of one of my biggest questions in a relationship would be, do women need to be trained? on how to make a man happy. <laughs> now, now, for, you know, I'm going to say it with my chest because this is how I speak. And, 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 you know, this is how I get down, okay? Did you say trained? Trained. And, and, and the, the word trained, see, because we're all trained. We're all trained. Because when you're when, when, when you with a woman, if you're in the driver's seat or the passenger seat, no matter what it is, we pull up to that gas station, who's pumping that gas? Okay. When 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 it's time for that trash to be emptied in that house and it's boiling over, a real man won't let it boil over. But what I'm saying is, it's boiling over. Who's taking that trash out? Two in the morning, sound downstairs, something broke. Like somebody's entering the home. Who's going downstairs? That man is going downstairs. And the reason why is because we're trained to do things the way that we do them. Not all of us are trained the same. You guys can chime in at any time. This is not a ask question subject. This is a podcast. You, you guys can talk at any time. But I will tell you, if you're ready for the love doctor, just get at me. What do you think? Let's go. Let's go around. You know, I'm going to respect the, the lady first and we're going to talk to her because she's I'm oh, I'm sure she has a lot to say about it. But I know the word trained affects women and it affects men. 
But we use those words because we need a training school for women. We would have a higher. Excuse me. We don't need a training school for women. We don't? Let's get get that straight, first of all. Um, When you say that, the first thing that comes to mind to me is male chauvinist type. Chauvinist, huh? Yeah, mentality. When you say it, trained. Okay. All right. Um, I get the fact that you're saying that growing up in your rearing, you know, uh, we're taught certain things. So Mm -hmm. for you as a black man in society, you feel like um, who you are has a lot to do with what you were told to do growing up. Um, You know, yes. Right. Yes and no. Okay, because I believe that that's like a 50-50 thing, right? Mm -hmm. We are all taught certain things growing up. Then the other percentage of that is accepting those things, inheriting those things, and then practicing those things. Okay. Right? I'm listening. So that's how that works to me. I don't think women necessarily need to be trained per se. I think a lot of it has to do with also choice, circumstances, experiences, et cetera, et cetera, coming together, making a woman, not we need to go to some type of etiquette class on how to we, we treat a, a man. We need a woman charter school. To and do I, Because women are to the glue, to glue of the family. To do what? To learn the basics of being a woman again in a relationship. How to make this man happy. The basics. Because a lot of it is right now, and I know I don't want I don't want to sound like a chauvinist. I don't want to sound like you, that. But you do. But because we but talk about it, the reason why is is because this is a natural instinct for a woman to make certain words that are very, very strong make make you feel uncomfortable saying it. And I don't want you to be uncomfortable saying it. But what I will tell you is, is I speak from the heart. I, I'm speaking all the way from the gut. And I'm. It's just not me talking. I talk to a lot of men. Uh, what What do we think about it, uh, Mister Mister Vaughn? Oh, I'm over here just dying laughing right now because I wasn't done yet. But thank you. Let's no, let's, give you family, let's give you my family. Let's give my family an opportunity go. to speak his piece. And then we're gonna swing back around. Oh, we over. You we go get swing. your chance. Okay, it ain't one, well, one take, Johnny. I want to take Johnny. I get it done with the one take. Well, take it, Johnny. Then. Okay. So. So you know it, it it's it's a funny thing about that. Um, in my opinion, I know train sound like strong words. I was arguing with my wife and she like, You train employees, you train a dog, you don't train me. Hello. So I said, I said, Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. But I can use my wife as a good example of she was molded and she was imprinted by her mom mm. and she mm. saw the things that you're supposed to do to take care of your husband. Um one of her biggest things was she was like, I'm going to keep your nuts empty and your stomach full. Whoa. Okay? <laughs> Whoa. That's why I gained that's 50 about pounds when I got nine, So that 90, probably happened right 90%, there, <laughs> That sounds about 90% of the issue right there. But but I think I think it's a, a lot of women just because you said it. We said it earlier about broken homes and broken mm-hmm. families. It's a lot of women that was raised by their mom and didn't see them catering to a man. So mm-hmm. when it, when you go to a dinner or you go to a gathering and you have couples there and, you know, my wife, she make my plate. I ain't got to say nothing, none of that, okay? And if she ain't making it fast enough, no, let me stop right yeah, now. I ain't, ain't going to go I ain't gonna go all the way <laughs> down there. But, but my hey, wife hey, you're does. supposed to make that plate, though. But, but she makes you're my really plate. You're really supposed to make you know? the plate. And I think a lot of women just don't know or, or know those little things like that make a man go a certain way. But also, I do let my wife stay at home, and I take care of the mm-hmm. family. Some of these suckers mm-hmm. sit at home, and then they want their plate made and all that while the wife going to work. And and, and I don't think that's right because yeah. it goes. It's a two way street. If we want mm-hmm. a woman to be a woman, mm-hmm. a man need to be a man. Yeah. So you need to be the protector, the mm-hmm. provider, and all of the things you need to do. But you know, trained is might be a well, let, a let, little harsh, but well, but let's, molding let's be real. Let's be real. Let me help let, let, let me get you though. You you, you got to know too. I mean, Men, men 
lay down their life on an everyday basis to protect some their men. woman. So, so, so when you're talking, we're going we gonna to say some men. We're going to say some men. Okay. There's some busters out there. But I'm gonna say, I mean that that comes with that comes with cost, price. Like I will lay down my life for the woman of my life. I will lay down my life in a heartbeat because that's that's what you do. You protect them. You know what I mean? You huh. protect them, and, and and that's where I say that's worth something. My life. This is my life. I know, I know you want. Let me get back around to you because you yes, said yes, please. Okay, because let me, so let me hear you a little bit. So Nita. listen, I totally respect what you said, Vaughn, and that makes a hundred percent. But I'm going to flip it a little bit because I'm cut from a different cloth. Okay, so me being raised in a single parent home by my mother, right? The emphasis was not on how to treat a man, but how to treat yourself first. Because my mother always taught me that if you learn how to love, respect, and honor yourself, it will not be nothing to do that for somebody else. Mm. Especially if that's your partner, your best friend, or whatever. Now, coming out of a relationship that lasted almost 30 years, Mm. Mm. I have my resume speaks that in order for me to keep, hold, have a partner for that long, that care had to be the emphasis of that. I agree. So because what we know about you men, not all of you guys, but if you're not satisfied in multiple compartments of your life, um, there's that tendency for you to might seek something outside of your relationship. Okay. (laughs) You like like that though, right? I'm just being real. I mean, that's just a, that's a real point. So here's the thing, how I look at relationships. You're my partner. My job is not only to, feed you, fuck you, um, and tell you the things you want to hear, but also get to know you on a level to understand what your needs are, right? Mm. Then once I've established that, my job is to practice that for you. Mm. You doing the same thing for me. That's what I call a super couple, power couple, whatever Mm. you want, soulmates, however you want to label that. That to me is what it takes. So get it together. Hey, I appreciate that. See that, and that's and see that's where the maturity of a woman being in a thirty-year relationship and understanding the dynamics of what it takes between a male and a woman in order for them to be successful. That's where that comes from—just experience, smarts, and 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 you know, I'm sure she's doing some self-reflection, some 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 honest opinions about what what would happen. How things would what what good things are good and 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 some things you could have done better. Um, I I don't think I don't think we're wrong in relationships. I just think we we really just learn from our mistakes and get better. You know what I mean? I, I, when we there's no there's no manual on this on this book. I, I think it's um it's the flip side to that to where a lot of these men also don't know how to be a man and take care of their women and take care of their family. So, Absolutely. you know, it's a two-way street, and, and it's so scary that if we just draw a, a line to parallel the mm. subject from earlier and then the subject now, and it just goes to our – and I'm just talking about with blacks for, in general right now, yeah. but it just goes back to how we just was destroyed, our household, um, the basic things of – of certain things we were talking about um I think we were talking about uh talking with a guy about pumping the gas and your woman's in the car and a guy really said that oh if she get out and pump her gas it's okay buster you see what i'm saying <laughs> and it's like and it's just people just they just don't understand but i think also our generation was raised on the bible mm-hmm. and in the bible it tells you when you get married out of the bible it tells you you go submit to your man yeah, they forget, they forget that though a lot of times. They do. What's up with all this lip? You know what I mean? Like a whole <laughs> lot of lip. Why is it that? Why is it that when you speak the truth, like everybody? Oh, let's just speak on this. Everybody that say, let's speak on the truth. They want the truth. They want transparency. But why is it when we're really truthful, it's like it comes off with a level of disrespect and in response. The lip. It's not what you say, it's how you say what you say. But I'm delivering it, though. That makes the difference. Nah, some of y'all out there got a fat mouth, and when you're 
expressing yourself, you fat mouth. And tell me, tell me, is, tell me what a fat mouth is. It's, it, so many viewers like out here want to know what that is. It's, it's with arrogance. It's with attitude. It's demanding, right? If Ooh, the women or you or the men? Who are you talking about? Because you're confusing the, both no, right now. The the men. I'm talking. I'm speaking in regards to like if you have wants and needs from someone, it is how you say those things, how they are conveyed, kind of dictates the response. I think uh, a lot of that too goes back to our culture, our music. Um, if you look at the black exploitation films back in the seventies, and oh, they were, oh, yeah. it was about pimping, mm-hmm. combing their hair, you know, doing those type of things, and you know, I, I, we just got imprinted, like we got molded. It's like, like the man and the woman, you know, and I get it. Most women felt like man was going out cheating on them, having all these babies on them. So, no, you know, a lot of women used to say in my family, hey, don't depend on no man and, and don't do those type oh, of yeah, things. Bitter, I bitter think that's women. what call, that's, no, it's not about bitter. No, 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 no. There's some suckers no, out no, no, there. No, no, it is, but look, moms, some this, suckers. so if you think about it like this too, moms transfers that negative behavior, right, sometimes. So, and, and, and it's not all her fault because she was probably, you know, taught to be the same way. But if a mom fell out with the, with the father, right, it's a big problem with the father. She started talking mess about the father. She started disrespecting the father. And then there's really no male influence around that daughter. And all she sees is the disrespect. And all she sees is the mom not caring about the father. She, Like you said earlier, don't really show how a woman is the glue to the household, right? Don't really show all that. So when she gets older, she's going to pass that bitterness off to someone else. She's going to bring that baggage in a relationship and believe, oh, 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 uh, why can't we all do this? Why can't we, why Why you got to be the one to make that decision? That's very st- stereotypical. Is it? I mean. Preach on it. As far as I'm concerned, what you're saying, it's like you generalizing um, single mother homes and saying this. My, no, not my, all of them. I come from one and my mother, this is what she said to me. I don't have to define your dad. I will let your dad define himself. Mm-hmm. And she focused. She sounds on, educated. And though. she focused. My mother graduated from high school. I am the first college graduate holding that, that make, I'm just saying, yeah, like, I, I was the first yeah. one in the family to go higher level education. But what I'm saying is for my mother, even coming from an abusive situation, her emphasis was not on hating mm-hmm. that man, right? Because yeah. it was those two people together that created such an amazing person like oh. myself. You know All what right. I mean? So you okay. can't be mad about that. Yeah. The emphasis was on he's going to do what he's going to do, and that's going to establish his character. So she took her hands off of that and let that be what it was. Now, if he's absent or present or whatever, then I get to determine who he is to me, not her. Mm. So I would like to tell you that that does exist out here. Oh, I while know it you're, does. While you're speaking, I, I your know it truth. does. I see. I see. Like one of my close partners. Um, shout out to my boy Pizzo, but his mom, like, like she was so strong, and she always talked positive about black men and black love and relationships and stuff like that. And I remember when I used to like when he used to get in trouble. Like I was in trouble, and like she used to ground us, and then she used to make us read like black history stuff. But then she used to sit us down at the table and just be like, yo, I have so much planned for you guys. And I didn't understand what that meant. But she always talked about her goals for us and how she felt about us and the things that she wanted young black men to be when they got older. And it's amazing that, you know, I mean, my boy is a, he's a old, like he's, he's an older guy now, but he, you know, he, he, he's he's done it like he's a great guy you know he no father in his life father was in south carolina you know moms did everything to feed you know him and hey, all of us when we was there you know what i mean I, I have so much love for black women and i have so much love uh for women in general because they, they deal with a lot you know what i mean but i, I i'm also love you enough to tell you when you're wrong and i also love you enough to tell you when you need to get do better. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) so, so at the end of the day, that's why I'm the love doctor and I'm here for that. So let me, let me, let me go ahead and mention this though. Let me ask that. The the, the love doctor. So, so yeah, yeah. I'm sorry when I'm, when I'm in here, you know what I mean? It's the, 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 the love, the love doctor up in here. Cause you know, all it is is just giving the game the truth. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. Why do men, how can I say it? Why do men complain so much 
about uncoachable women? Why do men complain so much about uncoachable women? Like, why are we? Why do we stay with them, or why are you with them if you complain that they're so uncoachable? So I, I, I'm sorry, Steph. I'm gonna just get on this one right That's here. Your, this is your, okay, this your because. Truth. If a man is in a so-called uncoachable relationship and they woman not doing what they supposed to do and all that, then why are they staying? Exactly. Okay. I'm 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 a person that a terrible leader. Terrible leader. That's that's not even a terrible leader. It's like why stay in a relationship that it's not working? I can see, you know, oh, if you want to be there for the kids and and do all that, why waste seventeen years of your life? Your kid get eighteen and then you get a divorce because you just said she not wasn't doing the right stuff. I think it's not about being coachable though or trainable. I think it's about coming to a means to if you really love somebody and you really want to be with them, you go try to change. You know what I'm saying? Just like if you got a, a a wife that's always late, always running late, got you late, and all that. And if she tried to, before it's two hours, and now she cut it to an hour, then 30 minutes, then you're working on it. You see what I'm saying? Because I think in a relationship, it's always working on it, coming up to a way to compromise and to make each other happy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it, it could be a 50-50. You know, us real men is 80-20 when we in running ours. You know, <laughs> my wife go kill me. Hmm. But no, um, it's uh, I, I just think it's, it's it's just a relationship that you got to give and take. Um, if men have faults, women have faults, and you should be able to talk and communicate and explain to your other mate on what you want from them and what you need for them. But if you never saying what's wrong and all that, and then you get in an argument, and then you bring up all these five different things, you should have brought it up in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Stop holding that stuff in you and all that. And that's what all these issues is. So it's okay to communicate. We can agree to disagree. Basically. You see what I'm saying? And so then, And then roll with that. Would, would, do you believe a relationship is 50-50 like you just said? Like, no, I, I, I think the man should be. It's about 65, 35. Okay. You know, I'm the head. She the neck. Okay. You know, she might think, you know, she going to be some, if a woman want to be taken um, care of like a queen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go out there and be independent and do all that, I get that. But your ass is lonely at night and you tired of playing <laughs> with that deal, though. Yeah, yeah. Gay, yeah, yeah. gay you want the real of the deal, though. You yeah, want yeah. that plastic. You want, that, 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 you want that the plastic Bob. or you want the feeling? One, Hello. One Bob. Gentlemen, let's focus. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm let's just, you focus. know, I get it. I get it to the man. I get it to the man. It is a queen in the room now. I get okay, you a queen. That's settle, what I'm saying. So, so that's what I'm saying. So what I'm trying to say is if you want it to be to where it should be how it is, to me, I'm not a very religious person, but I know a man is supposed to provide. Right, mm-hmm. and a woman's supposed to do all the things to support their man to make them the best man they could be in the world and everything like that. And if we do that, and the man is treating his woman like a queen and doing the stuff they're supposed to do, then hey, we go live good and be together thirty years like you did, step. That was that was beautiful right there. Uh, I said I almost made it to thirty. I was real close, but you okay, know that's saying. good. Wait, what, what but what's your what opinion right now about coachable women and why they complaining and why they there? What's going I, on? I can't speak on the behalf of the man, like uh-huh. why you guys feel that way. I have to agree with what you said. Like, if you are in a situation where it is a team effort and you understand your position within that team, okay, then we winning all the time. I like that word team because I'm a I'm a team player. You know, I'm all about the team and <laughs> make about it. Who? I'm about the team. Like, we, we supposed to be okay. doing things together, man. Like. We 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 gotta be able to build together and 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 like we gotta move as one. But when it comes down to that last decision, and somebody need to why make you, it, why are you bobbing and weaving? Because like I'm that? telling you what it is. Okay, <laughs> this is what this is. This is the communication that needs to happen. Sometimes sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. But you know they 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 fall in they they fall in love. With the strength that you carry and the swag that you walk with, but when it's turned on you, sometimes they don't like that. You know what I mean? They want that strength, but then they, then they don't want that strength. When I'm telling you what it is, who is they? And I'm saying they is just whoever's you don't whoever's generalize. in that situation. Well, I just say they whoever's in that that okay. situation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying all women because there's a lot of women that fall in line. There's well, a lot. Of, okay, there's so a lot of women that know their role. You have to learn your word choices better because I'm gonna tell you, you triggering me, and I'm trying to be respectful <laughs> on your shit right now. But I'm gonna tell hey. you, you need to 
pick some better words. So what word? What, what, so I, I of course know. I'm not going. Of course I'm not going to. I'm not going to deliver it like that. I'm just saying it because I'm on a podcast. I'm going to say to you, and you raw and uncut. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm raw. You know what I mean? It's I came. So what I'm going to say is this. And <laughs> hey, in general though, in general, I would deliver it like this. Look, me and you have an obligation to be successful together. We chose it. I love you to death. But what I need for you to do is I really need for you to just trust your man and know I'm going to make the right decision for the family, not just for myself, but for the family. And I'm going to make sure you're comfortable and the kids are comfortable, and I'm going to make sure we're going to be successful as one. And if we fall off, it's going to be my fault. But what I need from you is just support and support my decision when I do make that. I, I think it's um, you like that. Huh? that, that that's no. a good point. Uh, I, I would just speak to this. Uh, I had got some game when I was younger, going through some relationship problems and all that, and it really it resonated with me and stuck with me and made me a better man. And he was like, he was like, uh, "What you think is a man, right?" So you know, I put my hand up, bust, beat, beat your chest over, or you know, do all of the different things like that. And he said, he said, "Yeah, you're kind of right, because a real man." has the masculinity enough to make their wife feel secure. You go take care of them, all that. But the one thing you got to get, young man, is is that you got to be um, emotionally stable enough to cater to a woman's feelings because they're emotional creatures. And if you're unable to maneuver around that, because you got to have, to me, it's like dealing with a woman and having a great relationship, you got to have soft skills. Everybody has those other skills and all that, but you got to learn how to maneuver. You know, once a month they bleed, so, you know, when it comes around that time when it's coming, you might have to, you know, deal with a little bit more attitude <laughs> or yeah. a little bit of stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, when them other days ain't like that, you know, she got to make sure your nuts is empty. You feel me? <laughs> so, you know, so it's it, really it, emphasizing it, on them nuts today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just yeah, I did. But, you know but that's what? a part of it. I think it's the, th- the trifecta in the relationship is physical, emotional and financial. Mm-hmm. And if you can do all three of those, you gonna have a long, happy relationship. You forgot about communication. How are you gonna do any of that if you can't talk? Emotional. When you emotional, when you when, when you having a conversation, communication, all that. If you're not talking stuff through and doing all that, you go. And that's what I was talking about to get back to that point earlier about you bringing it up in the moment when you don't like something that a woman is doing. But if you wait until it's an argument, then you bring up something from two years ago, you know, either one of y'all going to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I, don't like, I don't like letting it fester either because I, I, I got a real bad, uh, I got a bad mouth when it, when it comes to that. I don't believe in cussing at your woman. I don't, I don't believe in yelling at your woman. I, I just don't believe it because that's the type of respect I want, right? So I demand that respect by displaying that. You know what I mean? So for all you men out there, busters, it's cussing you, cussing your woman out. You know, more power to Wait, you. Wait, hold on, man. Hello. So just because you cuss, <laughs> and it means you just love hey, man, hard just, if you raise your hey, voice. Man, hey man, I just said more power to you, man. You know what I mean? What what, what did my boy Pac say? May all respect to those who break their neck to keep they in check, right? So that hey, that's they that's they that's they own work. If, that, if that's what you if that's, that's what you say, Akeem, yeah, I mean. then that's what we go deal <laughs> with right nah, now. Because we go and hey, we yeah. gonna agree to disagree on that one. Because I think a great emotional conversation is good for you. Exactly. It's just to get over it. You the just purge. can't fester and hold on that, to the grudges. That's where I'm at. I think if we if we, we if we gonna be able to argue, and I don't even like to say word fight because fight I think is physical. Mm-hmm. Like we argue. Like let's just let's argue, but ten minutes later let's get some space or something. But then we got to bring it back together. With the physical, you know what I mean? Yeah, we got to we got to get in each other's space. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm, if we, and if we long that. distance over the phone, you know what I mean? You, you gonna have to show me something. You know what I mean? We gonna have to, hey boo, I love you. I know this one cool, but like all that needs to happen. You know what I mean? That's that's how you heal. That's how men don't we don't fester long. We don't. That's something that's not in us. Like we don't unless, unless it's with another man. But with your own woman, and we be trying to get over that little argument pretty quick. And I don't know if you really noticed, but most of the time men don't really want to be all in type of arguments. I mean, we would take 10 different routes to get home if you know the conversation is about to happen. Like, I would take four, five different routes. If you know the conversation is about to happen, you you, you don't want to go to the house. So, women, let me give you a little word of advice. The best way to do it is to have your man full stomach, 
you know what I mean, nice dinner. Nothing and say, you know what? Yeah, and then, you know what? Let's go ahead and talk because this bothered me. You know what I mean? This was on my mind. All that, that's how it needs to be approached. All this other lip. Stop calling it lip. I call it lip because I listen think it's unnecessary. Your, listen to your woman and she'll listen to you. So no. stop stop calling it pick pick some different wording after the show. Me and you are going to talk about some more positive choices for words so that you can be proper heard. verbiage so that so, you could be heard. But I, I I understand you with the lip part Ain't and and, and I, I, I I I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm glad you know, I'm, that's a keem that he just keem just say those stuff. Right. That's you know he say those stuff. He does it on oh, purpose. So the lip triggers you? It's just your wordage. Oh okay. You don't like the way it's delivered. But the message is the same. Is that what you're saying? I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you, you funny right now. I'm, I'm only asking. You funny I, right I'm, now. I'm only asking. I'm just. I'm just saying. Oh. If you see some certain certain women, you know, they like to be talked to a certain way, right? So figure out your woman first. Exactly. Sometimes, hey, you know, lip is what what lip is what you need to hear. Sometimes, sometimes you need to come out the box. Mon, have you ever used that word before? Lip. Running her motherfucking mouth, but I get it at the same time. You Stop know. running your the, 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 but, but you know do you, do you hey hey so let me ask you Steph, do you do you think do you think sometime a woman really needs to learn how to pick her battles? And I'm using the word pick her battles, but if I was with my real niggas, I'll be like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's You being respectful to me right now? Well yeah, that's what I'm saying. So oh, okay. what I'm saying to you is do you think women should do a better job at picking their battles? Because I think that's one of the biggest problems, too. Men are not, we don't want to argue. We don't want to argue. That is, like, how hard is it to argue? I, I, I will say this, Akeem. I don't think all women like to do that. Lip? Um, lip? No, not not the lip part. But okay, it, but if you got all women. Let's go on percentages, though. If it's 8 out of 10, like, eight out of 10 women. Okay, wait, stop. Pump your brakes. Listen, I think we should all choose our battles. Every fucking thing we talk about is not a topic to argue. So you got to know the difference between that. If if I'm going to argue with my man, I'm going to argue with him about some shit that really matters. If it's that little that, nit, that resonates, that little nitpicky ass shit, it's like we both got to grow up and figure it out. Period. So if he's doing his job, shit, you shouldn't have much to complain about in the first place, or even argue about. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I will go ahead and you know say. Did nobody ask you to defend that either. This is coming. Oh, from okay, because this is coming. You know your perspective from a man. Yeah, that, that was a trigger. I, I heard a trigger yeah, word. Yeah. In there. So how does it, it feel me. to be triggered? Yeah, because I was about to bring bro. it. I was about to bring. How does it feel? How so, does it feel? I, I respect that though, and I respect the fact that you, you, you know, you kind of talk to me about it and kind of like put a little pillow around it and let, let me land on it right because you, you knew it was a trigger. Like, you knew it was. But you don't know when you're triggering me. See, there's a difference. So, so I haven't learned you yet. I will, though. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying to you is, is that right now in my mind, I'm thinking uncoachable women, <laughs> uncoachable women need a school for them to get better. I mean, the ratio in the world is like 12 to 1. So all women are not going to be happy. We know that. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, right? So if it's 12 to 1, that means the competition for a woman to a man is crucial. And you need to be on your game. So if you're on your game, if you graduate from woman's, woman's, let's call it, you know what we're going to call it? Woman's queenery, queenery charter school. Absolutely not, and I'm gonna tell you why. That's why, first of all, you couldn't say it. No, because I, 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 it, cause it didn't make a bit of damn. That's that Bay Area sense. slang, right there. Yeah, I don't, give a, I don't give a damn like that. Queenery. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you feel like the main objective of a woman is to serve a man? Because I feel like not a, at all. I feel like a real one, not at all, has multiple components to her. And her emphasis is on all of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't like so, the word serving so, either. So whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like we're talking about, I guess maybe this is just your topic, like mm-hmm. being able to be coachable. But as a woman, when I look at myself, there's multiple facets to me, mm-hmm. not just 
being a partner to a man. And I would think a real man would want a woman with multiple facets. So, yes, yeah, I, I can do I like you, multiple facets. my profession, my children, whatever. Like, but I let's, come, not, let's not forget about that facet that makes us work, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the huge part of it. Like, I think... I think both of us have it's our duty to make each other happy. So I'm it's it's my job to make you happy, it's your job to make me happy. And don't let all the outside influences mess that up. You know what I mean? So like if you commit to me, and this is just me, if you commit to me, then damn it, you commit to me. Okay. <laughs> So I, I'm just saying. I can't. And what you doing? Why she committing to you? Well, I'm committing to you. Like that's what it is. Like all mm. I need is for you to commit to me. I commit to you, and we make we make magic. That that's that's the that's the big part of life right now. Like let's think about it. If if a man really just a lot of times women don't understand that men really we just want you, but the problem is is. It's too much lip. <laughs> nah, the problem is to be too much lip or, you know, the relationship gets stale and neither one of us know how to let each other go. And, you know, that's just how it's, it's, it's how it goes. But let me let me say this. I'm going to say this and I'm going to let, let this, these topics go. I support black love. I really do. And I love I love us black people and I love that we can be in relationships with each other and we just look so damn good together. Like, I love our community and I love how we get out. But I will say this. There are some women out there that that are not going to be able to find a man. And they're not going to be able to find a black man. So I'm going to say this to you. Wait for that black man to be available. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that because I don't like. I don't know how I don't know how Vaughn, how do you feel about it, but like, if you look at our nationality right now, our race, and you look at the percentages of us marrying outside of our race, it's almost higher than we are married inside of our race. Now I don't mind us falling in love with other people. That that has no that has no bearings or issues. But what I'm saying is, is that. We should support each other. Um, I, I, I got individuals around me, and I, and I don't want to name him. He's one of my close partners, but, you know, he's always said to me that, you know, hey, you know, I prefer not to date black women because of the lip. And uh, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. And I'm like, bro, that's not the truth. Who gives and, a damn about that, though? Yeah, exactly. But that's I'm going to say choice. that. I'm, and I'm going to say this because I'm going to end it. But I'm going to say I told him, and I told him the truth. I said, you know, well, like, this is what I believe. I believe most black women... When I'm a, and I'm going to say all black women. They're just as strong as we are. We are a strong union. Like, we're strong men. We're strong black men. They're going to be strong black women. You can't expect for them not to be strong with you. So the, their opinion is going to be very strong. But all I'm saying is, is that we can't give up on each other, meaning we got to support each other, just like with this Nipsey Hustle thing. Like, I think me and Vaughn argued, and he, and he, this morning, hot, mad, Backed in the corner, upset about me talking about Nipsey Hussle situation, and I was yeah yeah, and I'm and 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 the re and, but the thing is yeah I'm I'm bringing it there. Let me just let me just talk about this real quick. He showed me something today. He said, "Look, you don't know about the man. You need to look up the man, and you need to stop judging him based upon what you may think he is." So, what he didn't know is before this show, I really just googled a lot about this guy. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I was like, I had to eat every word that I said earlier in regards of him doing things for the community because I felt something about how he presented himself. And I read and just, I've just seen so many remarkable things. And all I'm, all I'm relating that back to is, is that when you see a black man or you see a black woman, don't judge that. Don't judge that person. Like, you give them an opportunity instead of thinking about how you think they are, how you think they're going to act, how you think they're going to talk. You know, you can find love 
but you just got to look for it. Give yourself a round of applause right now, right there. That, oh, was, yeah, that yeah. was good for, for not, especially for Mister. He has humility today. I like that again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like you better, that. You better write I like that. Down in um, time, I, I think when you were speaking about with that with women. And you know, day not to race and and black women and all that. I, I like I, I'm telling you, I, it just goes back to you said it best right there. Won't you talk to that person to find out? So if you see a black woman yeah. with her hair done, nice weave, she's got her nails done, she's got her eyelashes, or even a fro, like she some, got the some, waist trainer on. Some people be you know tripping about the fro, like the natural <laughs> she look. Might, she might have all that, and you <laughs> the, might think long, she's bougie. The long SWB cocoa yeah. nails, you yeah, know you, what I mean? I think you yeah. just you you should just learn to talk to people and find out who they are. You know, I think I think when you say about the lip part and all that, I just think because so many busters. Have been in some of these women's lives as far as their fathers and boyfriends they didn't had and and, and douchebag friends and stuff like that that they have that opinion. But you know, I think everybody just needs a chance. You shouldn't just always assume all black men are deadbeat or oh he don't love his child or or, or women should yeah. talk too damn much yeah. and she or don't know got, how to shut up. He got know? twelve baby mamas, you know, and all that. You know, so yeah, I, I just think we just we just it's just it just it just self hate as a. a a race as far as men and women, and we just have to do better. We just got to do better, man. And, do better. And yeah, do better because when you know better, you do better. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to close it with that, man. And, you know, I, I want to say I appreciate you guys coming to the show. Um, Sometimes podcasts are very difficult. And the reason why I say they're difficult is because I think a lot of people have a perception about it, right? They, they think that, you know, they see a, a black man with a cigar on the cover, and they think he's just going to be this hood ghetto guy. This is that perception. And all I'm trying to do is change people's perception about life. Talking to people, getting to know people, but I'm inviting you into my home at the end of the day. And I want you to know that it comes from a good place with love. And again, I appreciate you guys coming. Hello. We. Hey, hey, all, all right. right. Thank you for having us on here. I thought, hey, you <laughs> in control. You talking about cigars and all that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, know. I'm saying in general, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Hey, rest in peace, Nipsey, though. Last Neighborhood. Time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked. I'm the streets voice out west, legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, then respect, then the power and the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self-made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah, playing no games with you niggas. Pop clutch, switch lanes on you niggas. Nah, I laid down the game for you niggas. Taught you how to charge more than what they paid for you niggas. On the whole thing for you niggas, reinvest, double up, then explain for you niggas, it gotta be love. Run the city, it gotta be cuz. Just for the pieces, I took off the Monopoly board. Hey, y'all niggas, false claims, it gotta be fraud. Just keep the hood about your mouth, you gotta be charged. I doubled up, tripled up, nigga, what? Banged on the whole game, I ain't give a fuck. Nobody tripping, handle business, got my digits up. And when I drop, you know I'm about to flash. Last time that I checked, checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power and the hoes come next Last time that I checked No cosign, I ain't need radio to do mine I done fine and I take my time And take my tribe Every level that I crossed in this game Like state lines, it was visionary Either I'm genius or you niggas scary Maybe it's both in this balance I deliver daily For every nigga in these streets trying to feed the babies the Single mamas working hard not to miss a payment And dirty money get washed on royalty statements Black owners in this game are powerful racists Young niggas in the set just doing it makeshift Out the garage, that's how you end up in charge, that's how you End up in penthouses, end up in cars, that's how you Start off a curb server, end up a boss, that's how you Win the whole thing and lift up a cigar with sweat Dripping down your face, cause the mission was Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck it was no smut on my rep last time that I checked I was selling zones in the set Make a quarter mil, no sweat last time that I checked I'm the streets voice out west Legendary self-made progress last time that I checked First you get the money, then respect Then the power and the hoes come next